0: You really didn't have to today, but I am very flattered that you all came dressed up so nice just to see me on my favorite holiday of the year, Celibacy Awareness Day. This is very kind, and I I am touched. Uh, Today we're hearing about, in the prophet Jeremiah, these two groups of people, those who trust in human beings and those who trust in the Lord. And it seems like we trust in human beings, then we are pretty much doomed. Like a barren bush in the desert, enjoys no change of season, and stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. And then only salvation then can be found in the one who trusts in the Lord. Now I think it's interesting. You know, I hear a lot of times in the confessional. Um, this problem of like not being able to trust. I'm just I'm just not able to trust, as if it's something that we're kind of powerless in doing. I'm either a trustful person or I'm a distrustful person. That's not something that I can control. Analogously, um, while we might like say that, you know, there's something that I can't control, you might say, well, then don't worry about it. If you can't control, then don't worry about it. The past several months, Um, I don't sing in the shower, but I do drive around with my windows rolled up. And if no one's looking or I'm not at a stoplight, then I have this duck call that somebody gave me and I try to blow on it and it's not pleasant. Um, and I admire anyone who can blow a duck call very well. Now, what's very frustrating is that it doesn't seem to be my fault. Anytime that I ask somebody, you know, like how I can get better, it's always, oh, you just kind of have to feel it. You just got to kind of know. Well, if that's the case, then I guess I can't change and I can't get better at it. But, and I guess I'm supposed to just take comfort in the fact that it's not my fault. I think a lot of times we do this with just like the developing, uh, over diagnosis of anxiety at times we say well like i can't trust i'm just naturally an anxious person and so we move responsibility further and further away from ourselves as a culture we say well i just can't trust I'm, I'm just anxious i'm worried about things and when we do that we remove our ability to trust in the lord and regardless of whose fault it is we remain like a barren bush in the desert enjoying no change of season standing in a lava waste, assault and empty earth. And so what is the thing that actually keeps us from trusting in the Lord that's not someone else's fault, but that is our fault. Something that we can control. Something that is within our sphere of responsibility that we can actually be transformed away from. And it's simply pride. It's simply pride. Now, what Jeremiah is talking about in Trusting Human Beings is this kind of pride that always is seeking human praise. And I actually think that he gives a very apt description of what it's like to live off of human praise. And it's very similar, I think, to at least my relationship with potatoes. With potatoes. Now, if you were to put like a boiled potato onto my plate and say, eat it. I'd be very disinterested in that, in that kind of food. But if you were to take that potato, instead of boiling, you were going to fry it. And you're going to slice it very thinly and then put a lot of salt and a little bit of vinegar on it and put a Zaps label on the outside of the bag that you place it in <laughs> and put it into my pantry then I would take that back, and I would sit on my couch or in a lava wakes and I would enjoy all of the salt content which kept me there, and I would change, not at all, not even possibly the channel for the rest of the day. <laughs> and it's kind of like human praise. You know, like, human praise is addicting. It's like a salt lick. It's like a cow at a salt lick. It's not going to move. It's just gonna stand there and lick and lick, and the more that it licks, the more thirsty it gets, the more salt it wants. And whenever we have that addiction to human praise, we do not enjoy any change of season. And we're kind of oblivious to everything around us, whether things are falling apart in our lives, whatever, what matters is that I remain within my own echo chamber and I receive the praise that I am doing well, that I am good, and that we can be surrounded in a lava waste. Assault and empty earth, but this is different from the one who trusts in the Lord, because though he's like a tree planted beside the the waters, because he trusts in the Lord, he actually knows he needs to change. A lot of times we talk about the unconditional love of the unconditional love of the Lord as this like freeing thing, but God loves me as I am. Yes, God loves me as I am, but who is the one who is loving me? is the one who is crucified, the one who is holy, the one who, if he loves me, that I need to become like him. And so there will be heat when it comes. There will be suffering, and I will not fear it, but I'll also have to stretch out my roots. I'm in constant need of change if I receive and trust in the love of the Lord. And so while we all fall into that sin of pride, because the sin of pride is the mother of all virtues. While we all would rather remain on the couch or in the lava waste, eating the potato chips of human affections and human praise, and not trusting in the love of the Lord, which causes us to change, which, is, which has to force us to constantly repent. What is the key to overcoming that sin? It's interesting. A lot of times we think, like, I just need to regress back toward the me. If I love human praise, then what I need to do is put myself in the corner and give myself a good talking to, a good talking down to. Um, and while this might help for a time, we still now just trust in ourselves and our own opinions. And we have yet to turn and trust in the Lord. And so the simple way... In which we grow in humility and forsake pride is simply by forgetting ourselves and by looking to Christ not necessarily talking down ourselves and not talking up ourselves but simply looking at the Lord and this is why throughout salvation history what Israel does and now what the church does the way in which we come to trust in the Lord is we simply look at him we look at what he's done And for the Israelites, looking at the Passover. For us, looking at the crucifixion. The central part of the liturgy. Do this in memory of me. We remember what he has done. We look simply at his power. And in looking more and more, we begin to forget. We begin to forget ourselves. To leave ourselves behind. The same way that I... Uh, lose my keys at least twice a week. It's not an intentional thing. I'm not just like really good at losing them. I do it because I forget, because I'm thinking about other things. The same way when Christ says, whoever cannot lose his life for my sake shall not find it. We lose ourselves in looking at the power of God and looking at what he is able to do at his love at his sacrifice so that we begin to trust more and more in what he has done for us than look to our own abilities and what we think we can do for ourselves.